Hey y'all, welcome back to the Hey Big Hair Podcast and Happy New Year. I am your host, let's get into it. Now of course, we started with that song because it's going to set the tone for today's pod. Today's pod is about people who love the lie. And I'm going to be honest, from what I've gathered, people who love the lie most are women. And I don't mean lies by omission. I don't mean lies by manipulation or I mean flat out lies, okay? For instance, I know someone and single, but this person is not religious. This person does not belong to a church. Now, automatically, if they're having trouble dating because they don't belong to a church or they don't practice any religion, you already know that this person is going to be a man. A, I don't practice any religion whatsoever, and I never have any problems. Like, literally, a pastor of a church will try to take me out on a date. They don't care. But women who are in the church, they really um, pretend to care or act like they're bothered by men who are not into the church or into any specific religion, I would say. So I'm starting off with women loving the lie because it is clear. It is crystal clear to me that if this person wanted to lie and say that they were, A, they're educated enough to be able to quote the Bible, to be able to say things and manipulate the situation and, you know, assert themselves over this woman who's heavily religious and Christian in many cases, but this person does not. And I believe based on conversations that this person has been baited multiple times to say that they were religious. Why? Because if you say it, then we can go ahead and move forward. Now, I'm saying that a lot of women love the lie because to them, to so many, it says that you care. Now, the sad thing about women picking men based on their religious beliefs or using that as an excuse to not date a man due to lack thereof is because going to a church, belonging to a church, practicing a certain faith does not mean that you hold any higher moral compass. A lot of people have a choice as to whether they want to be immoral, if they want to be dishonest, if they want to be, you know, inconsiderate, if they want to be mean, if they want to be rude, if they want to harm you physically, no matter what religion they practice, they have those choices. So a religion doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to meet a wonderful person or it's going to be a wonderful man. A lot of women on divorce court have these men on divorce court and, oh, he was a man of God judge and he said this and he said that and it was all a lie. Many women are swindled out of not only sex, but money as well, believing men who say that they are religious, that they practice this, that, and the third. So I'm saying that I believe that women try to bait men into these lies because it's like, all you got to do is say that you are. Obviously, your actions don't have to back it up because if you say that you are, you could be a very, very shitty person and all you have to do is ask God for forgiveness. That's the, that's the out. Hey, I'm I'm not perfect. That's going to always be the out. And since we're talking 
about women who pick men based on their religious beliefs, let me tell you a little story. Now, this was something that happened in my very own hometown. This is not an urban legend. This made national news. But I want to tell you the story of um, this man named Gregory Green. If you want to look this man up, you can do so. He is from Detroit slash Dearborn Heights, whatever. He killed his pregnant wife in 1991. He went to prison for his crimes. And a person that Gregory Green knew became a pastor of a church. He advocated for this man to be released from prison. And once Gregory Green was released from prison, Gregory Green married this man's daughter. Now, this man's daughter had two children from a previous relationship. And then she went along to marry Gregory Green, a man of the church, right? An upstanding man. Um, she married this man who previously murdered his wife. Let's start there. This, this story makes my stomach turn because... It just says to me how selfish and how desperate this woman was to literally marry a man who murdered his pregnant wife. If he's willing to kill his wife and his own baby, how do you feel safe around this man? That's my two cents on that. Yes, I am judging, but I'm going to move on. She married this man. This man later tried to kill her. Wasn't successful. But on that very same day, he did manage to kill her other two children that she had prior to meeting him or marrying him and the two children that she had with him. And this is a man in the church. So guess what he has to do? Of course, go back to jail. But based on their religious beliefs, all he has to do is ask for forgiveness. So please stop basing how a man's standard is or what type of quality a man is based on what he practices as far as his religion is concerned. Religious beliefs do not mean morals. It does not mean ethical behavior. It does not mean any of that. The Bible has always been something that is going to be interpreted. So based on who is reading it and who is changing and flipping these words around, that's how the Bible is going to be practiced. So not everyone who reads the Bible and worships the same God as you is going to have the same interpretation as you. If your heart is pure and you see things a certain way, then your actions are going to reflect that. But if your actions are cruel, then you're going to bend this. You're going to bend these words in the shape of whatever is most convenient for you. And that's what a lot of people do. I'm not stating that people do this predominantly in church but when you have people they try to use the church as a shield they try to hide behind the church they try to hide behind religion to mask what their actual intentions are and then if you attack their intentions they can say oh well no you're attacking my beliefs no I'm attacking your intentions I'm attacking your character to hell with what you practice and that's how I feel um, dating should be approached. It shouldn't be about what you practice religiously. It should be about what you practice as a person. But I digress. Another form of women loving the lie is we all know somebody who's been cheated on, right? Nothing 
spectacular, nothing complex, just cheated on. Now, how many times has this person left? You know, how many times has this person stayed? You know, they tell you the story and you're sitting there and they're telling you that they know that they're being lied to. They tell you every part of this story that does not make sense. He think I'm stupid. He think I'm this. He think I'm that. And you're sitting there confused. You're like, okay, so are we mad at him? Or are we breaking up? You know, do I need to go get some ice cream? What, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? And then when you find out that no matter how ridiculous the lies are, that she's been fed, that she's going to stay, you're like, oh, oh, okay, so we being dumb today. Oh, okay, pass me the wine. I didn't know that's what, but, but you the friend, you the ride or die, so you like, whatever, you staying, hey, I'm here. Whether you're going, whether you're staying, I'm here. And cool. That's cool with me. Now, you're going to do your part because that's your job as a friend. No problem. No judgment. Whatever. But you're starting to understand and realize that this person loves the lie. The lie is telling this person, you mean a lot to me. The lie is telling this person, I'm willing to compromise myself, my character, whatever I need to in order to keep you. Now, to a normal person, a liar and a cheater is one of the worst combinations. But in order to be a a successful cheater, you're going to have to be a good liar, too. So the better the liar, the longer the relationship for women who love the lie. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a woman. And not all women want to hear, or not all women, want to hear the 100% truth. They don't want to hear that they're fat. They don't want to hear they have bad attitudes. They don't want to hear how much better your ex was at this or how much fun the last person was and how much better so-and-so made this. And don't nobody want to hear that shit. So to a certain extent, you need to know what information to omit and what information you need to be volunteering. Now, if it's not something, again, that's going to affect your immediate circle, don't worry about it. But when it comes to women who love the lie, The more elaborate the lie, the better they are going to feel. They appreciate the effort. They appreciate the thought. They appreciate that it's someone out here that you don't value enough to lie to. You know, people say, what I got to lie to you for? That means that there's some people in their life that has value that they are willing to lie to. And I mean, lie like a damn rug okay they not telling anything and that's the difference to a person who does not think rationally that is a compliment that means that you are worried about losing me you don't want to hurt my feelings you are protecting me it means all of these good and noble things when someone is flat out lying like i said not omission Not any of that. I mean, I'm doing something and I'm going to turn around and lie to you about doing it. Yes, I know I shouldn't be doing it. No, I don't really care if I get caught because I have a lie already planted out in my head that I'm going to tell you. And since I know 
that as long as I lie, you know that I love you and I value you, then like I said, the better the liar, the better the relationship. And you don't have to believe me if you don't want to. These are flat out facts. This is why women can have all of the evidence in the world, but as soon as you confess, it is over. You want to know why? Because as long as you were lying, it said that you gave a damn about keeping her around. She knew. She had everything she needed. She's caught you red-handed. She's went through your phone. She found the other girl's shit in her house, other girl's shit in her car. But guess what? You lied. Lies wasn't even that good. She poked holes in every single one of them. Pointed out each inconsistency every single time. She knew. But as long as you were willing to keep up the lie, she was willing to convince herself that everything that you lied about, you did it for her. And that's why those relationships last until you confess. Can you imagine how the relationship would go if the very first time you cheated and she said, hey, are you are you seeing anyone else? Are you sleeping with anyone else? Um, you know, I have this STD. Um, do you have any other sexual partners I need to know about? Mm-mm, nope, not at all. Not me. Nope. You really think that if you would have been like, yeah, I'm, I'm sleeping with a few people. I mean, I'm not really serious about this relationship or other girl is prettier than you. Don't get me wrong. You cool. I mean, I really like her more, but she doesn't seem that interested. So I'm, you know, I'm with you. Um, and if she doesn't really want anything to do with me, then, you know, we can go on and do our thing. But right now, yes, I am seeing a number of people and you are one of them. You're not really my top choice. But, you know, if you manage to make it through or wait it out longer than them or accept more of my bullshit than them, or if you're just more available than they are, then, you know, we can probably make something work. Now, do you honestly think that with that level of honesty, that, that relationship would have gone anywhere? No, that's where the lies come from. It comes from, I need to say this to get what I want, no matter if it's true or not. Then I need to say this to keep what I want, no matter if it's true or not. That's why I said, the better the liar, the better the relationship. It's been proven, okay? It's not my fault that's the way it is. It's just the way it is. People don't want honesty, Women especially don't want honesty. They want to hear they're the best thing that ever happened to you. They want to hear that you don't see any other woman aside from them. They want to hear and believe that you don't even have a past. They just want everybody who could have potentially touched you or been with you or experienced you in any way. They just want them to disappear. From their mind especially, and also from yours. They don't want any acknowledgement of any other person. So, that leaves the men in that position. Now, everybody has a choice. Doesn't force you to do something that's not within your character. Because if that's the case, everyone will be out here saying, Oh yes, praise the Lord. Yes, I'm into all of that. Yes, Bible this, Bible that, blah, blah, blah. But, people some people do have integrity, but for people who are just out here to get what they want, they are willing to say whatever they need to say to get it. And primarily, women are the recipient of that. And this is because 
Men don't mind being lied to either, but it has to work to their benefit. If you do have a man and a man approaches you and asks you if you have a man and you say no, yes, it's a lie. Do they care? No, it works to their benefit. They get what they want. Do they have to take you seriously? No, they get to take what you said at face value, enjoy time with you, and they get to move on. That is a difference between men and women, even though we don't want to pretend that we're all the same. We are not. Men are comfortable with the truth. They are okay knowing that they're not the most attractive man on the face of the earth. They will find their strong suits. They will dig into their qualities. And even if they have to use something to draw you in, they have the confidence that they will grow on you. They have the confidence that they have enough qualities that even if they did get you by baiting you maybe with money or financial stability, that once they do have you, that they are able to win you over with those other qualities. It's not the only quality a lot of people look for, but it does help. It does give you an advantage. So since they know what's going to give them the advantage, that's what they use. But women, you want the dishonesty. You want the mistruths. You want the omission. You want all of that. And then when you get it, the sad thing is, is that person ends up either leaving you or confessing so that you will leave them. Because the whole time they've been lying, that means that they're trying to salvage the relationship. And then once they start being honest, that's when the relationship is over. Because you don't want to hear that shit. You don't want to hear what they've been doing. You don't want to hear what's been on their mind. You just want to hear what you want to hear. And hey, I get it. Everybody's cutoff game ain't that strong. Maybe you feel like, hey, at least I'm with a liar that I know. Stick with the devil you know. That is a saying. A lot of people feel that way. A lot of people cut off game ain't that strong. A lot of people are not strong enough to keep starting over. I get all of those points. And with that being said, if your cutoff game is not that strong in 2022, when it comes to friendships, I'm going to ask that you have that same energy when you are dealing with your friends. Because what I'm finding is that women have one hell of a cutoff game for their friends than they have for the men in their lives. Now, these men come and go. It's a revolving door in many cases, especially nowadays with social media and men having these access to women that they usually don't have access to. All of the social media courage, i.e. men sliding in women's DMs that they would not dare approach if they met in real life that type of courage. So when you see these things, it's very hard and difficult to maintain a relationship because a lot of men think they have a chance with a lot of these women. So they go out on these limbs and now you actually have paper trails and electronic footprints and everything else that's showing that he's trying to talk to other people, that he's trying to catch other people. So it is very difficult, but I digress. Like I said, have that same energy when it comes to your friends when it comes to your friends you cannot hold them to this strict standard they have to meet all of your criteria they have to show up for this they got to be there for that they got to pull up for this they got to no 
You cannot do that to your friends. And then when it comes to these men who come and go, you're like, oh, I forgive. I forget. It's about growth. I'm going to move on. You can't have this forgiving spirit. You can't have this empathetic spirit. You can't have this let go and let God spirit for these men. And you have this strict cutoff game for your friend. I'm not talking about people who you just met in the last couple of years. I'm talking about people who you go back with to the beads, to the barrettes, to the jump rope, to the hopscotch. I'm talking about those people to grade school. I'm talking about those people. Don't have a strict standard for those people and you don't have it for the person you're giving yourself to. So let's even out that energy, shall we? If you're willing to accept all of this from a man, if you're actually willing to be a doormat for a man and you know that you're being lied to, the least you can do is cut your friends some slack. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying be a doormat for everyone. I'm saying cut your friends some slack. They're not going to be able to be there all the time. Maybe they're tired of hearing about this shit all the time. Maybe they don't want to hear it because they don't want to tell you what they think. I mean, these are some things you have to consider when you wonder why your friends are not always around. Maybe they have their own shit that they're dealing with. And that's why... I respect Portia from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't know if you watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta, but I can appreciate the type of character she has. She has a forgiving character, a forgiving spirit. Because Portia went from meeting Kenya Moore to dragging Kenya Moore. And you know what I'm saying? Having to put her hands on somebody. And then she's right back around to being cool and cordial with this very person. If I got to put my hands on you, we're not going to ever be cool because you put me in a very compromising position, a position to land myself in jail, possibly get a criminal record, face some charges, depending on what type of person you are. You know, so we're not friends after that. That's just me. But Portia was able to move forward with Kenya. Kenya was able to move forward with Portia, probably because Kenya, you know, incited or initiated or agitated, whatever the fuck you want to call it. She started it. You can't do that to people, and then when you get dragged, you want to blame them. But I digress. Like I said, I can appreciate Portia, and the reason I'm bringing her up is because if you watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta, you will see how that went. So then when she gets a fiancé or boyfriend first, the dude from Detroit, um, Dennis, she gets a boyfriend on the show, he proposes to her. He's on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? He's still seeing other women. He's texting. He's cheating. He's doing this. He's doing that. So when you see her on the show and she forgives him, all you can do is shrug your shoulders. Hey, if she could forgive somebody she had to fight physically, I don't see why she wouldn't forgive, you know, her soon-to-be husband. And that's what I can appreciate about Portia. Now, she did say some little crazy things or whatever most recently since she's not going to be on The Real Housewives anymore. And I'm going to address that in a later pod, but that showcased her forgiving spirit. It wasn't this extreme, crucial cutoff game for everyone on the show. And then when she has this fiance and he's on all bullshit, she's like, I'm going to forgive. 
oh, I'm going to try to work on it. Oh, it's about growth. She didn't do that. She exercised that same energy with everyone. So it says that this is the type of person she is. It's not selective based on who she's dealing with. Now me, I have a very strict and extreme cutoff game. I don't care who you are, friend, family, man, job. Hey, I've been walking off jobs before Antonio Brown, okay? I will leave mid-shift, no problem, no looking back. I won't even clock out. I will lock up. But that's about all you're getting from me. So if you have a strict cutoff game, that's fine. But if you are someone who does not have a strict cutoff game for everyone who crosses you, for everyone who's not giving you what you give them, who's not reciprocating, if you don't have that same cutoff game for everyone, do not have it for your friends. Don't be willing to throw away friendships with people who have gone through the trenches with you. And you don't do that to someone that you've met six months ago. That's weak to me. I don't know. Could be me. Yes, I'm judging. So that's my two cents on that. Again, I want to thank you guys for coming into 2022 with me. I'm wishing everyone a safe, happy, and prosperous new year. Um, keep your hands clean, get whatever you need to get just in case we get locked down again. I'm hoping we can still travel, but all bets are off again. Everybody be safe and be well. I will see you guys next week.